was always spooked by the asteroids around me, but then I had lucked out with three chums and found me. We gotta go see these mechanicals at the center of the universe. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the Hello and welcome to this episode of the Butcher Baker Candlemaker in Space. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm the Butcher. Joining me tonight is Baker. How to do? And Pantagruelia. Hello, space friends. I almost forgot what I was going to say halfway through. It's been so long. <laughs> well, yeah, I was worried I wouldn't remember what the intro was, so. It's all <laughs> or good. what show you were on <laughs> well <yeah. laughs> wait this isn't the fallout feed yeah that that that's solved by having the uh, show notes up in front of me so <laughs> i know i know which show i'm on at that particular moment in time because uh, it does I uh, you do get confused <laughs> uh, my poor life it's like what show are you on tonight <laughs> so but anyway, uh, hope everybody's been having fun finding uh, interceptors, sentinel ships, and you know, collecting all kinds of goodies. Um, you know, we're we're kind of in that, uh, you know, in that spot where it's like, well, okay, is there emoji? Is there emoji? It's getting close. <laughs> um, you know, we haven't had a. Um, an expedition uh, for this latest uh, set of uh, assets. So, you know, waiting to see. I checked today. Nope, still no no expeditions. Um, that you know, we'll we'll see what happens. So, whenever this kind of thing, you know, kind of drags out like this, uh, a lot of the uh, content creators start uh, looking for things to uh, to do um, to keep everybody interested. And so, um, Jason and Bubblebum and Golden Geck all uh, started doing Fugitive Challenge, and so it's uh, it's done in permadeath with everything turned up to the max. Um, you can't go anywhere near uh, the Radiant Pillar. And so you you know you've got to trek across uh, the planet and find yourself a ship. Uh, you cannot go in any uh, shelters, uh, terminal buildings, no uh, minor settlements. So no no habitable buildings um, because you are a fugitive, and so uh, you have to stay completely away. You can't get. Uh, you know, into anything uh, Atlas connected. So uh, you can't use the uh, the little uh, trade balls that uh, you find in some places. So it, uh, it it's definitely really tricky. So then uh, the second thing is is that you get, once you find a ship, you cannot go into a space station, um, and 
you can go into a pirate station as long as you're flying a solar ship. Okay. And uh, the goal of, of the whole thing is to, oh, and you can't go into the space anomaly. Uh, so the goal is to get to the center of the galaxy. Um, and you have to find at least, uh, well, so it started out with eight and then it went down to six and then I think it made it to four. Um, but, uh, you know, so you have to find at least four graves uh, on the planet uh, without the help of a traveler because uh, you can't go anywhere where those travelers are. And, uh, you know, then you can use the uh, portal to get to the, uh, to close to the center and then hop to the center. Do you have to, do you have to make your character look like Harrison Ford too? And then have I was just Lee thinking Jones chase that. You? <laughs> yeah. I, I was my just wife. thinking that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all I'm picturing, man. That does sound like a pain in the ass, though. Finding, what'd you say, four? Yeah, you got to find four. Oh God, so restrictive. It's hard to find one. I've, I think I've come across one or two naturally on foot, just running across planets. Yeah, uh, just can't imagine that. That's that's. You'd be on that planet for a while. I guess you're going to get to that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So it took me a little over three hours just to find my first ship. Um, and I never did. I, I ended up finding three graves, uh, on foot, uh, but I never found a solar oh. ship. Um, I, I finally, so I just started jumping to, you know, once I got my ship, fixed it up a little bit, of course it was a shittle. So, um, <laughs> You know, it was it was an abomination. <laughs> the thing was so slow. But uh, so I just started jumping to uh, pirate systems because uh, I was, I you know, you, I found a couple of ships. So eventually you'll get uh, rewarded with the, uh, the trade uh, terminal, or not the trade terminal, um, scanner, the economy scanner. Um, and so I built the economy scanner and then I could start, uh, searching for, um, the pirate distant systems and got myself a, uh, interceptor, but, uh, I, I didn't find enough graves to be able to you know, look for a portal. Uh, and so I was about eight hours in and finally said, oh, this isn't very much fun. So I quit. <laughs> eight hours in. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll, I'll put in some that's... effort, but at some point it's just a <laughs> diminishing return. No, that's the average with No Man's Sky. Well, 20 hours. I guess I'll just, nah, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, I um, I gave up on trying to figure out how to um, how to live only on a planet uh, because you the only way that you can kick off the um, the quest that where you uh, unlock the uh, technology from your 
uh, base station, you have to have done, uh, you have to have been in contact with uh, Artemis. So you have to have been up in your, up in your ship. So that didn't work out. Maybe eventually if they give us the, um, you know, the little machines that we had, the blueprint machines uh, that we had in the, in the last uh, uh, expedition. I have a character that has those, but you can't build them yourself. So once you can build those, then maybe it'll be more uh, more viable uh, to be able to live 100% on a planet. Yeah, I'm very surprised that wasn't... Uh, I was sure that was going to be introduced as an actual thing we were all going to get. Yeah, I mean that's such that would actually yeah. solve so many problems with you know do I mean this I know it's a, it's a game about space but I mean why else have the planets if we're not going to spend time there and it, some people want to do planet only runs yeah give us that give us that thing if you already put it in the game we know you can do it right so you can't lie now yeah <laughs> I wonder if it was planned and they found a problem with it in like the rest Wouldn't of the they? yeah. I was going to say, wouldn't they have just taken it out then? Like, because they left it in. I've still got it on my character that I kept from then. And Ray still got it. So, yeah. Um, so, also, Beeble Bum uh, put out a couple of, uh, of interesting uh, tips and tricks videos. Um, none of the stuff is like brand new, but it's, it's stuff that you would never. I mean, you, you've looked at it a hundred times and would never, um, you know, think that, you know, to do this. So, you know, one of them was where you can change the colors and add icons um, to the descriptions that you can um, change in the game. You know, so your freighter, your your starship, your base computer, all that stuff. So there's a way to... to uh, um, to add uh, code to it to to make it uh, unique. Then uh, there was another one where it uh, on how to quick hack interceptor ships. So now um, I've talked before about how you can use the green. Um, uh, Damage, not the damaged, uh, what do they call it? So one of the cargo box, the green cargo box, where you have to remove the, you know, the rusted metal or whatever it is um, to open up the box. You can use that to unlock the um, drop pods uh, for your backpack expansion. Well, you can do the same thing with the interceptor ships. So, you know, when you land at the site of one of the interceptor ships, uh, you've got that, uh, that little autophage in the back uh, that's, you know, sparking away. And, you know, there's always some kind of a thing there that you need to clear out to, to be able to access it. And so if you, if you jump out of that... Um, you know, you exit that uh, that exchange before th before it gives you what it, you know the the dialogue box um, for you know the next part of it. 
then you can go over to the the interceptor ship and it will forego the uh the the brain quest where you have to go to the uh to the monolith and uh get your brain um checked and and then you can go back to the ship and install it well now with this if you do that uh you know autophage uh, you can skip that whole thing. So you can claim the ship right then and there. Oh, wow. So, you know, for for somebody that's done it, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of times, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a, a very convenient way to, uh, you know, to not waste a lot of uh, of launch thruster fuel. And time. And time. So, um, so that was pretty handy. Then the other one, uh, that, you know, really got me going. It's like, holy crap. You know, (laughs) number one, the game doesn't tell you very much about what anything does. And even more so the bobbleheads. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, you know, did you find a leader bobblehead? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The in the Quicksilver, you know, you can unlock uh, a bunch of different uh, bobbleheads, um, and each one of them has um, some effect on your ship. Most of them are pretty, you know, uh, small or you know, not really worth the trouble. But Polo and Nada, if you put them together in your inventory. Uh, it boosts your maneuverability. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you can, so you can only see one of them. So the first one you load in is the one that you can see. Um, but then if you add uh, three of the, of the jet trails, they'll add to the, uh, uh, to the maneuverability too. So I tested it out. So I, I was able to free up uh, four slots. Um, so I did, you know, the Nada and Polo bobblehead and two of the jet trails. And I, I, I added 80 points to my maneuverability of, of my ship. It was crazy. And there, they affect more than just your fashion sense. Yep. And wow. you know, there, there's no indication of that in the game at all. Um, I'm not sure how anybody figured it out, uh, but uh, but they did. And so, uh, Beeblebum made a video about it, and and it uh, it definitely works. Amazing. So much I, I stuff is hidden just... in this game. Yeah, I didn't think those things had a purpose at all. Like, I don't, I very rarely anymore fly my ship in first person mode. So I'm like, why the hell would I even have it installed? But I mean, a bump to maneuverability. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And I didn't know you, you can do more than one. Yeah. Now, yeah, I had no only, idea you could do more than one. It only I didn't displays think that, I mean, one. Can you do all of them? Did you, can, is it like when you do all of the star trail or the trails, it gives you a big bump to the. Speed of, uh, oh my God, what is it called? Oh, your hyperdrive on your uh, freighter? 
is that no no on no. is they do it on your freighter too yeah on your regular ship if you install all of the trails the color trails it bumps up the speed at which when you hold down shift and hit the the bolt i don't know it's not the pulse it's just a boost oh yeah when you oh, wow yeah so i like i had no idea because okay maybe we can install a bunch of bobbleheads and it really tricks out the maneuverability that'd be nice if everything was like golden vector quick <laughs> yeah so it took I, I put it in an interceptor ship and it took it from uh 11 24 uh to 1204 so you know the, those ships are already really highly maneuverable but you know now it's just off the chain wow but all right, I'll install them. Yeah. So, you know, you use the adjacency, so you keep them all together. Um, so I put everything around uh, the polo bobblehead, which is the one that I wanted to display in the, in the cockpit anyway. Um, and so the, the first bobblehead and the first uh, jet trail uh, that you install are the ones that, that visually show up. Uh, but the okay. rest of them add to the um, add to the to the um, specs of your ship. Definitely worth worth the inventory spots. I you know I I never yeah. bother because you know I just I save the inventory for something else. But oh heck no. Well, now we got so much room. We don't really have to worry about running out of space to have shit like that installed. Right. And right. It would be nice though in the Sentinels because it looks like you've just got that thing jammed in between like some wires and tubes. Yeah. If you just have them just jammed in everywhere, like sticking out of <laughs> random spots, yeah, upside no. down, even that'd be funny as <laughs> that, shit. That would be <laughs> <laughs> just stuck all over the place. Yeah, give us like little tubes of super glue or something so we can just stick them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun to find out. And evidently it's been there the whole time. Oh, man. I've been, we've really been missing out on like a really key thing. It's like, oh, did you know you can get hyperdrive so you can go between stars? That's what the hell? Yeah. Right? That's such a big pump. It's huge. Yeah. So. But that's about all I've been up to. So, Baker, what have you been doing? All right, so I walked that airless moon, that airless oh planet. And it was a moon. It was, and it didn't take nearly that long because it was smaller. I did it in around ten hours. I was determined to do it on foot. So, like, this is how I listen to the Fallout feed, my true crime shows, and everything. It's just walking on a planet, right? <laughs> and thank you for those three and a half hour episodes lately, Ray. Um, really helpful, man. Um, but so I'm just walking around and it's, it really was a very boring thing. So I'm glad I waited till the end to just kind of sum it up. And you really, it's maybe a 10 hour walk going all the way around that going at the speed I was going. Um, wow. but nothing, nothing really impressive to like nothing to write home about. Like you just go around and then you're there. I mean, they're big. It's nice to know planets are fairly large. Um, but I went online looking and there were people who have traversed entire like full size planets before. And it usually works out. Um, I think walk running, it works out to about 16 hours. Mm. So that's what you can expect 
on the size of a planet. If you want to walk from, you know, all the way around it, starting one spot start, and ending in the same spot, it's going to take you about 16 hours of doing it. Um, so that gives you a good idea of roughly how big they are. Um, I would like to have like some sort of radius, like real numbers, but I mean, I don't think that's a huge deal because it's, it's nice to know you can go all the way around it. They are actual like round planets yeah. and people have done it in different directions. So it's not like, you know, they're not flat. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> fall off bad. the edge. <laughs> I didn't fall off the edge. There were no turtles holding them up. So oh. it's nice. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I mean, it is boring as shit though. Only roam planets <laughs> if you're doing it for fun. Don't, don't just go walking in a big circle because there's nothing, there's nothing to see. If you're not specifically <laughs> <laughs> looking for something, it's not worth it. I would, I would expect that to have like a, like a hidden achievement or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. And because I was walking on an airless planet, I got nothing on that, uh, uh walking on extreme planets. Mm. So I was like, man, I could have added an extra 16 hours to that and barely nudged it, I guess. But no, all right, just ten hours for me. But yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, it's I say I can say I did it, but that just goes as far as right here, and then it's like who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but it was it's it, it is straight because it was a moon, so it was cool to like you know see like a planet rise over the edge. You walk all the way around, and you get to see the planet rise. And I got I picked one that was very close, so it was you could see like the planet like almost see the surface details of it. And very, uh, um, the Martian. Mm. Desolate, bleak. Most of those, if they have an, uh, any kind of life on them, it's, you know, just something that kind of bubbles up from under the ground. So it's no, there was nothing a, on this uh, one. You know, cute little animals to look at and, you know, chase as you're, as you're running along. I think if you're going to do it, uh, don't do it on foot. Get yourself a nomad or something like that so that at least you can, you know, jump off the top of things or, you know, use mountains as ramps, things like that. Because, like, make, I, can't, I mean, I really just can't think of a reason to do it other than being like, hey, yeah, they're actually round. And, I mean, that's confirmed, so why the hell would you do it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that you and, did it, though. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... I wanted to know. I like. I wanted to know how long it would take, and you know, and and I was also. I like. Now I know that people have done it on full size planets. I could have uh, could have probably skipped it, but I would say that picking the airless planet where there weren't any sentinels and using um, the fact that it seems to have a little less gravity and the big planet overhead to make it a little prettier mm. kind of helped. Um, but I, the whole time, all I could think of was like, why can't I launch things off of this moon onto that planet? <laughs> like, it seems so close, and there's so little gravity, and there's no atmosphere. That's all I could think of the whole time I was walking underneath it and looking up. But, yeah. yeah. Jump so from one to the other. Yep. It almost looks like you could. But, I, well, I I got done with that and erased the uh, base I had on that planet because I don't need it. And then uh, went back to working on the food truck, working on Quicksilver, and trying to uh, 
try to prepare for the cow, oh, not the cow, the cape, the glitch cape, because it was at, I think, 74% when I checked this morning. Yeah, it's getting close. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. But I was like, okay, I've got one character that's got like, I don't know, 15,000 Quicksilver. I'm going to hop on there and just go ahead and buy it. So I jumped on to my main character, and I was like, 60 Quicksilver. All right. Not that one. So I go to my main permadeath. I had maybe 100, 160. Okay. So I start going down the line. I'm like, okay, there's not. Okay, nope. I'm getting into like old expedition characters now. There's no way I had it on these. And then I was, oh my God. I think it was my permadeath character that I started the Sentinel stuff with. I think I killed off like 16,000 Quicksilver when I died. Oh, no. <laughs> and I sat there thinking about it. I was like, well, I mean, I'm just now missing it. I'm just now thinking about it. So uh, it's not that bad, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, and the cow hasn't dropped, so I'll get, I'll get it next weekend. But, yeah, I was really bummed out that I missed like sixteen or 17,000 Quicksilver I had saved up That's on that character. Lot. Don't use your permadeath character as your Quicksilver <laughs> bank. That is just, <laughs> that's stupid. I don't know why I did that. It's because I was playing on it all the time. And I was yeah, like, oh, I'm already using happens. that one. I'll hop in. Yeah. But yeah, it's all gone. But oh, well. <laughs> I'm starting over with, I mean, luckily things are spread out across characters now. I really am not missing out on much because the only thing I've been wanting to buy was that cape. I buy all the capes because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. I'm still debating on the cowl. Can I can I wear that with other heads or does it have to be a geck head? What are the options here, Ray? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I need to know. Tried. Ray, model it. Come on. Uh, I'll have to work on that. Yeah, because that uh, I haven't put it on any of my characters. You know, they're they're yeah, all confirmed know. bachelors, so they're they don't they're not <laughs> planning on doing any spawning. Maybe that's the peacock feathers you got to use to get the spawning going. Hmm. Maybe you need to put maybe. it on a different. Put, maybe that's you just got to see if you can stick it on a different noggin. I need to know if it fits on a Corvax head. <laughs> that would be awesome if I could put it on my main Corvax character and I've still got like everything else is the same. Yeah, but I've just got that on because we don't have hats. Oh my God, it just occurred to me that maybe we can change colors. Because one of the reasons I didn't buy it, because I was like, it looks like the top of one of the tents in a in a settlement mm. or something like that. And that's why I didn't buy it. I was like, if we can change the colors to match what we're wearing, it actually would be real nice. Yeah, I have to imagine you can change the color. Because there isn't anything there that you can't change the color of. Yeah, I mean, well, they just started doing that for us. Well, I guess it was within the last couple of years, but it's like I'm still used, not used to the fact that I can hop on there and change the color of that helmet or hood or whatever that we got during the first expedition or the second expedition. So um, it, it really did surprise me when they did make it so we could change the colors on stuff, and I forget that we can do that. I was going to actually ask you real quick, too, going back to uh, the Beeble Bum thing about changing the colors of the cargo pods or whatever, the cargo containers. Is mm. that is that like editing something in the script, editing something like command line or uh, no, like no, when you no. hit the tilt key on old games? I was like, what? Uh, yeah, because I haven't watched the videos yet, and I didn't know if it was like, you know, I, I wasn't sure if you were having to edit something in the actual command line of the game, in the, in the code of the game, or if you were going to, or if it was a, a mod 
No, like I really don't know a, how it works. It's a it's a menu thing. Um, it's you know tricking it into thinking it's um, doing the color on you know one item when you're actually doing it on another. Um, you know, so one may only have you know two or three different uh, colors available for it, but you can trick it. Um, you know, in the way in the order that you um, activate things. Um, you know, there's that whole glitch building thing is, you know, it, it's surprisingly easy to do when you, you know, when you watch the video and then do it immediately. But then, you know, five minutes later, you can't remember what the hell um, it was that you had to do to get it to, you know, change size or, you know, or flip from one item to another it it's amazing what they can build with that stuff and how they can remember all that. But, you know, there's so many moving parts, you know, to getting. But it... Yeah. Well, I thought it would be handy while I'm working on building that, that truck, but yeah. I don't, I wasn't sure if it would like, I would hate to start using it, change the colors of some things. Cause yeah, there are things in the game that I would, like, why in the hell didn't they extend the color palette to this? I don't understand that at all. Yeah. And it would it would suck to get it all set up the way I want, and then they do an update, and they find that we find out they got rid of that, and I log back in, and it's just a just awful patchwork of colors <laughs> that are just <laughs> you know yeah. it's like Disney threw up. So I don't want that. Yeah, is I, it an I, accessibility I, option in the in the menu? Do you think, or is it like because? You know, color blindness and stuff like that, like contrast on the on different planets. No, I, I think Is it's just it or you, it's know, a... you know, Steve worked on this one, you know, bunch of uh, building parts, and you know, Bill worked on this other bunch of building parts, and they didn't talk to each other, um, and so they used different, you know, color palettes, you know, between them. Right. Right. So, all right. Well, well, I, I think they should fix that. Combine the color palettes. I mean, if people are doing it via menu glitching or whatever, mm -hmm. that should be something they should just add into the game. Cause it's like, they had so many options. Now we can rotate anything and size anything almost. And, and it's like, we can change the colors of a lot of things, but then it's like, there's some things where it says we've got the options to change the colors or change the, um, texture from like wood to rusted metal or whatever, and it doesn't change at all. I'm like, why? Why do I have that option? Mm. So clean, clean the menu up there a little bit, and add the colors in, so we don't have to trick the game into thinking it's you know purple instead of green or whatever. Yeah, would make life a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, because some of us suck at this building thing and <laughs> trying to learn this shit. If we, you know, I'm not saying me, but me, I, I, I do good <laughs> just to remember shit in the menus, guys. Yeah. So, some remembering these videos, I had to start a playlist on YouTube, and like, and like, set it all to the side so I would remember how to do things because I don't remember how to do things. I got to have a step by step video for everything. Yeah. Uh, um, and those poor guys. I mean, they, they, every, you know, pretty much every time there's an update. Um, it, you know, impacts their, their glitch building, changes the way the glitches work. Um, 
you know, they can always manage to, you know, to figure it out again, but it, you know, it takes time. But then the other thing is, is you got to be careful that you're not using an old video uh, tutorial and right. you know, get frustrated because it doesn't work when actually, you know, you needed to watch one, you know, that's much newer and has the, you know, the most recent uh, info in it. So. I do. I am doing the thing too, where I'm like, "Oh, it's this easy," and like they've added so much to this game already, and I don't know anything about programming. So, I, I, everything in this game is now to this to the point where there's just so much, and I realize that every time they add an update, it's probably going to change a million things, or maybe break something, and they have to be. I feel like that's why they have so few things broken as they do try things. It does break things and they just don't release it till they get it right. And some things just don't work. So yeah. I don't know, maybe there's no way of incorporating one palette into another without, you know, starting from scratch and creating a whole new sub menu or something. I don't know. Yeah. It, it can't be easy because as much as these guys do, you know, to improve the game on a regular basis, if it was easy, they would have already done it. But yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing the food truck. Yeah. I can't wait. It It's going to look like trash. That is the point. I want it to look like, I want it to look like it was pieced together and whoever welded it together maybe had an eye missing or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, I'm, I'm excited to, to finish it, but I am doing it very slowly so I don't get burned out and get frustrated. So if I do get angry about one thing, like the one thing I tried this weekend um, and did not uh, figure out how to work it properly, then I don't get frustrated entirely and just walk away from the whole thing the way I've done with many, many projects before. Right. And it'll, it'll, I'll get there. It may be six months from now, but I'll, I'll get pictures of this thing done. Cool. What are they serving at the food truck? It's all noodles. That's all I'm into right now is I'm just eating nothing but noodles. <laughs> so <laughs> noodles and stir fried veggies. Um, is that a is that the name of the the food truck NBN? Nothing but noodles. Nothing but noodles. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if I could make just a giant like the giant noodle carton in the sky, that'd be fun. I wonder if somebody's done that. What's the there name lot... of the, of the hmm? robot in a? In Diamond City that sells noodles in Fallout 4. Oh, Takahashi. Takahashi. Yeah. That sounds yeah. right. Takahashi's nothing but noodles. I like that robot. Yeah, and the noodles actually don't look terrible there. I actually was like, man, I bet these do look like big old thick lo mein noodles and I want some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big bowl of udon. Yeah. Um, also, when you go to, uh, when you go to the, um, my God. A space anomaly. You go to the Nexus. Um, I mean, go check out some of the builds that they've got featured in there and go visit them. I mean, even if you do it like with, with no networking, so you don't have to like see anybody because sometimes there's people there checking it out. Um, it's crazy what people build and you can go see this stuff up close because, you know, they put the address right in there and you just go right from the portal inside the, the space anomaly and go visit this stuff. Yeah, those things and, are amazing. Yeah. And it's really nice to like walk around and be like, oh my God, they used this to make that? Holy shit, I never would have thought of that. I do that a lot. Most of you probably wouldn't if you build anything in this game, but I do that a lot. 
Yeah, pretty much everything I build is a box. <clears throat> yeah. I'm all about the utility. Yeah. Well, if we if we did a building competition, it'd just be a, a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, big uh, on the cylinders. I like the cylinders. Those round rooms. Well, at least, yeah, and at least with cylinders, you got the options of the bubble pipes. Those yeah. things look good on everything, though. They look real nice. They do. They do. I like the um, I like the the tubes, those glass tubes between the the pathways between the the cylindrical rooms, mm. because it makes me feel like a hamster in a habit trail. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could just color those. And, uh, red oh yeah, and green and yellow. Yeah, I never judge you, but you do know. I just know that my eyebrow does go up every now and then, just for fun. I can hear it. I can hear <laughs> it go up. There's a creak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going. <laughs> it's the silence. I the silent the silent judgment. I can feel it. <laughs> I am picturing you. I am picturing it like you just like having a lot of fun screaming through those old plastic. Oh, you could even do the glass tubes too. Cause they got the glass corridors. Yeah. Oh, you have a lot of fun in there. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> My tiny geck self. If they could get us a slide. Ooh. Wouldn't that be awesome? Or a wheel. Huh. Or a wheel. <laughs> well, that's couldn't sweet. you, it seems like you could just angle something. So you would slide down it. Can you not slide down objects in this game if it's at an angle? You, if you build you it, you can or? slide down mountains, but not I don't something know if that you you're can standing. Build anything on a steep incline, a steep enough incline to slide. Oh, that never occurred to me. That's not kind of want to try that because the ramps lock into place. I wonder if you like. Hmm. I don't know. Is there like a roof part that you can stack, hmm. like a marble track for a tiny geck? Sliding around, do a little, a little upside now, down loop. I was like, now we, why don't we have slides? Come on! <laughs> like, you, you, why do you gotta? You guys do this shit a lot. Where it's like, I didn't know I wanted that, and now it's like, why don't we have that? It's like, why? And I'll say that it's like, why don't we have that? That thing I never wanted before and never occurred to me that would be cool. <laughs> and now it's like, yeah. Now I want to slide from my freighter it. to the ground. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, even like an inflatable emergency chute. Oh my God. Yes. I want to be able to eject <laughs> from my ship in low atmosphere and just like parachute to the ground. <laughs> I hate you sometimes. <laughs> oh, I hate you too. Oh, yeah. Just drop down from through the bottom of your ship. That'd be fun instead of like popping out of the top. Oh my gosh, like it opens up like a trap door. Flying out in your yeah. little seat. Your little yeah. seat springs a parachute. Little <laughs> geck legs dangling in the air as you as you drop. Well, I think it feels like the parachute should be, I don't know if you guys ever played uh, the following expansion in uh, Dying Light. But they had like a, you had kind of a parasail that would like pop out of your backpack and then go right back in. So it'd be nice if they could add something like that. So you could like, if you were, uh, you could jump off of a top of something and kind of glide around until you run out of steam, you know? That would be awesome. Just for sightseeing. 
It really doesn't have to have a purpose other than that, I don't think. Uh, it, they, we got they could go beat. all uh, <laughs> Far Cry and and put in uh, hang gliders. Ooh, that could yeah. be another uh, exocraft. Okay, yeah, because literally we're in space, so this isn't no man's space. We need to be able to be in just the sky. So, I mean, unless everyone at Hello Games wants to look like an outright fool right now, we got to have hang gliders. We got to have emergency deploying whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of ideas. We need slides. No man slide. <laughs> Definitely. So, what in the world has Gary Two been up to? Well, fellas. Gary, too, has been very, very busy. Gary, too, tried um, very, very hard to find a portal. Lots and lots of because Gary, too, had he heard a rumor about being able to use the one glyph that he had to, uh, to travel through the portal. So after many fruitless attempts... He finally found a portal, got to the portal, and mashed his one glyph in over and over and over and traveled from 620,000 to 8,000. Nice. So Gary switched ships, picked up a, like a, just a beater of a ship, and, um, <laughs> to do, to do this and then ended up in a pirate system <laughs> there was like all kinds of fighting and stuff going on so we switched back to uh to baby you know the um the sentinel ship the super sweet badass s-class sentinel ship and um and you know was <laughs> Was doing stuff on the ground, having to collect minerals and stuff like that. So we switched back to his best, uh, his best multi-tool, and then got excited, and jumped and jumped and jumped, and there was, um, and then got to the end, just before the last jump to the center of the universe. Gary took a little flag, jammed it down on the planet. And made a gift shop called the gift shop at the center of the universe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so much joy, much fanfare. Gary's super excited about this. Goes to the center. And when he gets through, discovered a horrible truth that he forgot to switch ships and multi-tools. So everything is freaking broken. Oh, He's got nothing. No, not even a terrain manipulator. He had nothing. So, cold planet alone. His baby ship is broken. His tool is broken. His heart is broken, but he made it. Gary, too, made it to the center of the galaxy. And now he's in, what is that? Hib Hilbert. 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 There we go. Yeah, now he's in so Hilbert your... and he's uh, hopping around. So you got your to live forever trophy? 
I the trophy on sure did. I was like, Congrats. I was trying really hard to like, thank you. I was trying really hard not to message you. <laughs> I didn't know this so, was coming. I took like a million screenshots of the whole thing. And I was going to be like, I was going to send you the picture of the, like the center. Um, but, but I didn't. So he made it. He made it. I got the achievement. Um, it did get me about, um, I think five or six. I think you were right, Ray, five or six jumps to the center. Um, that's where I ended up. But what happened when I punched them in, I took a screen cap. Let me just pull that up. What happened when I punched them in? Cause it was sun, 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 sun. Um, it said Atlas transport error location corrupted approximating destination. So I'm like, I don't know what the heck's going to happen. Hmm. Like this could be awful. <laughs> um, I could, <laughs> I could end up further away. Who knows? So I, but thankfully I was, I was close enough. So he doesn't have a whole lot of, um, a whole lot of materials at this point to, to furnish, completely furnish the gift shop at the end of the universe. But, um, but we're planning a, like a total clutter build with all the little, all the little things I'm going to shrink down anything I can shrink down to put on shelves and, and stuff like that. So it's like a little memorabilia shop of his trip. Nice. Okay. Well, I feel like since, I mean, if that, I don't, I've never had that before when I punched in a code into a portal. That is weird. Um, but I feel like if you just use the code and it got you that close and then you jumped, I mean, that's legit. You didn't like get a ride from anyone. You didn't, that's not cheaty at all. That's 100% using the mechanics of the game. So that's pretty awesome. I wish I'd known that when I did my character because I definitely would have done it. There's no way I would have done all that jumping. I, that was the most boring shit on, well, right up until this walk I just did. <laughs> so congrats. Thank That's you. Awesome. I imagine he took his little tiny geck fist and just button mashed, right? Like just put in all the numbers that you can. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to hit it a bunch of times and see what happens. So, yeah, I, d I you know... Part of me likes to suffer, I think, like you do. And part of me was like, oh, it's over. But the relief was so great. I, I ended up jumping into Survival of Fallout 4 because it felt like less risk. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh, this I... is like a freaking vacation for me now. Because if I die, I don't lose everything. I just lose my save. That's fine. I can do okay, anything. So I know that you can go. You can't go from any other mode to permadeath because it's because of that achievement. They don't want you getting there, switching yes. to the permadeath, and then. But I'm pretty sure you can switch out of permadeath into another mode and be able to keep that character alive forever. At this point, just Sherry tried out. and she said she couldn't. So you can't go out of permadeath. You are. It's once it's permadeath, it's always permadeath. I I think so. I haven't tried. I haven't tried. I probably oh. should because it takes freaking forever to get enough carbon to build any of the crap that <laughs> I need to build. Well, I was actually going to say I can meet you with my main permadeath character and just like drop off a whole supplies as a donation to this gift <laughs> shop and then come back <laughs> wait for the pictures. All right, so we'll have to like try to meet up, do a meetup for that because I got a bunch of stuff. I got a freighter full of shit you can have. Oh, awesome. 
Yeah, Gary's taking donations. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. I want to like, I want to bling it out, like make it as absurd as possible because I was kind of expecting it to be like, you know, at the end of an expedition when you get to the last stop and everybody has their freaking base on that planet. Yeah. And it feels like, you know, it, it feels like you're going through all of these gift shops, like, you know, it, like you're at Niagara or something. There's postcards and snow globes and like, you know, terrible string bikinis that you can buy with the name across it. You know, I was I was just kind of expecting that at the center of um, of Euclid, but it wasn't. There was like one person on my planet as well. So I was like, whoo, this is great. Gary's going to be like, he's going to have the market cornered on, (laughs) on Euclid snow globes. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of that is because there's more than one planet that you can get to the center from. Right. Yeah. It kind of spreads it out a little bit. Um, Also talking about the portals, it reminded me. um, So you can also quick hack a portal. Oh, what? What? So in the vicinity of the portal, if you you can find one of those uh, green containers. Um, yeah. You do the same thing that you do for the uh, for the drop pods and it'll uh, it'll fill it'll charge up all the slots on the uh, portal. Man, I didn't have to go Syria back and like hunt security. for stuff and then come back again. <laughs> right. Like I was I was grinding well, I to try and this. get that stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was five copper short. Yeah, legit. (laughs) I was. This is something that when, yeah, first of all, Atlas has some major security flaws in their system, (laughs) portals, all of their systems, apparently. But it's like I've got a, I've got a portal base on every character, and I've never heard of this. When is this a new thing? Because I've never heard of. It's been around uh, for a long time. I'm kind of glad I don't know about it. Like I'm probably cuz I'm probably going to forget about it the way I did with the drop pod thing since I never use drop pods, I'm just going to forget. Forget about what? Exactly. <laughs> and this gagnip is good. <laughs> uh, oh man. Yeah, it, and you know, it, the game has gotten so big that it is, you know, there's so many things, you know, you get into a habit of playing a particular way and, yeah. you know, you just, you know, you know the stuff that you know, and then, you know, you don't think about stuff and it just kind of disappears. Um, you know, and I, I can confirm that does get worse with age and, uh, <laughs> you know, it, uh, it, it, it's fun every once in a while to stumble across these things and like, you know, Especially stuff that you knew, but had just forgotten all about. Well, I wish I knew how to how to bypass that broken brain thing because my ship's brain was busted. Mm. So I had to find in um, find a dissonant planet to cannibalize a brain, take a brain from another ship, fix it, and then go back to baby to fix their ship. So now there's like a brainless carcass mm. sitting on a planet. It's a sad day. You monster. <laughs> much rejoicing, much sadness. Yeah. 
Well, and if you end up with extra brains, they are worth like 250 nanites each. <gasps> Poaching brains? Holy shit. Oh, man. Yeah, they're opening up some dangerous alleys here. <laughs> you get like, you'll, there'll be a, a hidden achievement for like, you know, pirate brain poacher. Oh, my God. That's what title. you need like, like a title. Yeah, There's a, we need a conservation planet where people role playing as like uh, oh, the po- like the people that stand out there with the guns to shoot poachers. <laughs> we need yeah. those people standing on the planet, and then you got to come in and try to get your brains. <laughs> Two hundred fifty <laughs> nanites is nothing to joke about, guys. I'm going brain That's hunting. Those poor sentinel ships—they're so confused and sad—and then, and then you just steal their brain meat. Yeah, I like to watch YouTube videos of people who are doing instructional videos on the Sentinel stuff, and they show their inventory, and there's just a stack after stack after stack of the brain just in there, <laughs> the harmonic brain. So damn funny. Oh, my funny. gosh. Like, what are you doing with all those? Why are you stacking them like that? It's like, is it for when you find specific ships that you want? Why are Because why wouldn't you just sell them as you get them or whatever? So why would they stack so many brains, Ray? Why are they brain stacking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the the sad truth is they're probably you know stacking their inventory with it with the uh, save editor oh or duping them oh that's less okay. exciting yeah yeah that's kind of sucky probably selling them on ebay <laughs> you go, go to eBay and type in No Man's Sky, and people are still selling modules. You can buy S class modules on eBay. Hmm. Can you I, really? I, yes, I cannot wrap my head around this shit. <laughs> but they're there. Uh, oh my goodness. I could be a, a hundred air. <laughs> yeah, I just flip those things constantly. It's like I throw them away sometimes like garbage. I give them to people in the anomaly as they're passing by. It's like, oh, you want some hyperdrive modules? I know you're heading to the center. Here you go. People are always giving me stuff in the anomaly, and I feel like it's like zucchini in the summertime. It is, and especially like if you're in there in permadeath and someone is sliding you a whole bunch of modules and stuff, it's because they ran out of room and they're just like, ah, I got so many nanites, I don't need this shit anymore. Yep. Zucchini. Yeah, that's a sweet zucchini, man. Pass that as a <laughs> zucchini over here. I'll take it. <laughs> so last episode, I talked about uh, the Captain Steve uh, video that I watched about being able to get uh, the uh, override modules for the uh, oh, space yeah. stations. Um mm-hmm. And so I I went and tested that out, and there is not one particular indicator that a, that a station has those available. Um, it uh, I found a lot of stations with the with that uh, figure lit up uh, that did not have the emissions for the uh, for the module. So you just have to take your uh, take your chances, hop around. But, and we still don't know if they're worth, you know, if, if they do anything or will ever do anything. But one of these days. One of these days. They'll be super valuable and then we'll be like, oh, I had a stack of those. No. 
<laughs> or, oh, my character, my permadeath character died with those in there. Bound to happen. Well, with that, I think we'll uh, wrap up this episode and uh, we will catch y'all later. I bet if you install all the bobbleheads, it puts a face seam extractor in the seat of your ship. <laughs> See you in space, everyone. Gary. See you in space. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Find more information about the show on Twitter at BBCISSS or ASAPodcasting.com. The Butcher, the 